BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Giants Talk Podcast. Here's Alex Pavlovich and Cole Kuyper. I know those guys. Hey, what's up, Giants fans? Welcome to an very special episode of Giants Talk. We're talking trade deadline today. I'm Cole Kuyper here with Giants insider Alex Pavlovich. Let's dive into it. First, Giants Talk is presented by Mancini Sleep World. Find your perfect mattress match at Mancini Sleeper with their side-by-side try-before-you-buy event. Compare Tempur-Pedic, Avocado, Nectar, and more. Get the best prices, free next-day delivery, and comfort guaranteed at Mancini Sleep World. Okay, now let's get into it, Alex. Kind of a uh, a Mancini Sleep World snooze-worthy trade deadline on the Giants' half. Giants didn't do much, but can you talk about the uh, minor deal they did do at first before we get into why that was it well aj pollock's a giant there we go (laughs) we know him from arizona we know him from uh los angeles he has not been very good this year but in the past he's (laughs) been very good um as an outfielder and and good against lefties and you know he's kind of the fit here right now is Yaz is going to be out two three weeks and and they're going to throw him out there and left probably with Blake Sable and Jock Peterson and, and try to get by for a couple of weeks and see if they can catch lightning in a bottle here, which has happened before with mid thirties outfielders in San Francisco um, has happened with this regime as well. I basically it was free. Like that's what it boils down to. Like, he, you know, they didn't trade anything. They traded cash considerations or a player to be named later. They got cash back, which pays down a lot of what, uh, what Pollock is owed, if not just about all of it. Um, and they had an open 40-man spot. So it's a free player. And they're going to take a look and see if he can help him here for the next couple of weeks. All right. Uh, is that – that's it for the Giants? I think there was, there was another guy thrown into the mix there with Pollock, right? Yeah. Mark Mat- Matias. Matthias. I don't know how to say his name. Um, he's – you know, it's a utility guy. It's it's a, a classic classic Giants-Farhan move. I think they saw a guy that they could stash in AAA and – could potentially help. I mean, this is like an extra layer of defense if guys go down in the infield and and uh, they need someone, you know, as opposed to one of their rookies. So we see them do this all the time, and usually we see that when they need that 40-man spot and they might need it pretty soon for a top prospect, that that guy ends up getting put through waivers, and a lot of times that guy ends up staying with the Giants. So he just kind of, like, got added onto the deal. Um, it's a deal that they, you know, have made – a million times in the last four years. Uh, and he just kind of got added onto the Pollock deal as well. But well, I don't mind weird. that ad. It does make it a little weird, but he's a Bay Area kid. He's from Fremont. He went to Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. So I, I haven't done my dive into his history yet, but very possibly possible uh, group of Giants fan. Possibly. I mean, we, I, I think, you know, we know with these things that there's a chance the guy gets 20 at bats at some point. There's a chance we never <laughs> So, yep, exactly. So, 
from what I'm reading on social media, fans were expecting a little more. I don't I think by the time actual uh, Tuesday got here, I wasn't expecting much action. But uh, why do you think the Giants were so quiet at the trade deadline? Well, first of all, as I do every once in a while, I'm going to give credit to this group of Giants beat writers who have none of them have wanted to check our mentions today. But <laughs> we've all made it pretty clear. And I think I've said it here multiple times like we thought it was going to be pretty quiet it's the stuff we're getting none of these rumors were coming from us none of these big names were coming from us um it's been pretty clear especially over the last week that they're comfortable with their staff that they feel good about Crawford being back and Tyro Estrada coming back and that they want to see some of these rookies and I I think they just didn't really see much out there I mean you you could have gone and gotten like a, a Paul DeYoung or like there were it was just a bunch of I don't use this phrase, but I think the kids call them mid, just a bunch. Of, <laughs> like That's what this deadline was. You can go and, and Farhan said this Monday, he was like, you can go get a name just to get a name. I don't think it'll help us. So I um, people can disagree. I, I mean, I there are some guys out there who, who could have helped, but they made it pretty clear. They telegraphed this, that they weren't going to do much. I think there's an issue where Giants fans don't Right. No fan really knows the other team's prospects that well. So when these big name players are getting traded for prospects, it's hard to really quantify who that would have been in the Giants yeah. system. And the majority of the time, it's someone way bigger than you are thinking it is. It's yeah, a Luciano. Or- it's a Harrison equivalent getting dealt. Yeah. And I, I mean, there were other trades here that would have been, you know, the Giants equivalent of, I don't know, Tristan Beck or... Um, mm-hmm maybe Mason Black or, or some of these. Certainly there were deals that were made this week where you go, that's Wisenhunt. That's, yeah, like you said, that's Matos. Um, but I, I just, I don't think they were ever really in on, I mean, they made it pretty clear even a few weeks ago, they'd like some middle infield depth. Ultimately they looked around and and went, Crawford's back, Estrada's coming back this weekend. Um, you know, they feel, they feel much better about Casey Schmidt than they did a couple of weeks ago. I actually think his at bats the last week have been really good. Hasn't been yeah. for him and he's an elite defender. Um, and then Marco's here now as well. So like, there's kind of a mix here that they feel comfortable with in the middle infield. And he looked around and they just were like, well, yeah, you, you want to trade for Paul DeYoung when he's not going to start? And, or would you rather just have Casey Schmidt as the backup in the middle infield? And, and if there are real injuries, um, you know, maybe Luciano or so, yeah, I just think that there wasn't the fit there. And then they wanted kind of high end starting pitching. And we saw what ended up happening with that. I mean, yeah, a lot of those guys had and Farhan mentioned this today. A lot of those guys had control of where they were going because they they uh, they had no trade clauses and seemed like Verlander got himself back to Houston. Uh, Dodgers actually got rejected by a guy. <laughs> I uh, saw Roman that. Roman didn't get traded. Dylan Seas didn't get traded. Mitch Keller didn't get traded. So yeah, it, it comes down to, again, like in theory, the Giants could have gone out and got like a Jack Flaherty, but I think they feel pretty comfortable with, with what they have and feel that what they have is, is, uh, is fine. So I, I fully get people who disagree. I'm just, I'm the beat writer telling you that they have pretty much signaled for the last couple of weeks that they feel pretty good about this pitching staff. So the middle infield is getting reinforcements in the form of guys coming back from injury the rotation I'm hearing could be getting reinforcements as well. Is that correct? Yeah. When I mentioned needing a 40 man spot, um, that was my big takeaway from our second session with Farhan today, which was that Kyle Harrison will be 
in AAA this weekend. He pitched last night in a complex league game through two innings, uh, struck out four of six. He's going to go back to AAA, and and remember, he was going to be here in July before he strained mm-hmm. hamstring. So it could be as soon as like you know two weeks from now that he's here. I mean, he'll he'll be in Sacramento, and we'll make a start there, and they'll see where he's at. But Farron said we're they are back to start to start with him. So all right, um, it could be pretty quick with him. Uh, Keaton Wynn, they got good news on. So um, Tristan Beck is back. Sean Jelly is always kind of making the trip there. to Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the young guys are going to be the depth, and I, I think they're they're hopeful that Kyle can give them a boost um, over the next couple months. And he will be here as a starter. I, I don't know how deep he'll get into games, but um, he'll you know be a little bit somewhere between like Ryan Walker going two and two and two thirds and mm-hmm. actual starter. Okay, so that, it's like that a four-inning guy. Works for me. Yeah, I mean, that is their plan. Um, and I, I also think, like, there's they've never been worried about his ability to actually throw 100 pitches at any point this year. They've mm-hmm. just been very careful with him. So he'll have a little bit more leash when he gets up here. Of course, it's a more difficult level, and he missed most of July. So you can't 100% count on him, but they are hopeful that I think by about the middle of August that he's up here as well. Now, he would miss his – he would be 22 because his birthday is in, like – 10 days but yeah you could have 22 year old Kyle Harrison 21 year old Luis Matos 21 year old Marco Luciano which is a little wild I'll have to look forward to see what game is his actual birthday because it would be very cool if his Giants debut his big league debut was his birthday happy birthday Kyle Harrison it's pretty close it's gonna be close his birthday is August 12th um okay so that would be Bruce Bochy and the Rangers that feels like a lineup <laughs> but it is a yeah call. to debut against um yeah. but it would be nice to show off the new toy Could in front be. of bruce bochi after that it's the raisin brave so it's not any easier yeah yeah there's there's no good answer there for young kyle well all right that gives a fan base who is foaming at the mouth for uh something to get excited about something to be excited about there we go I want to see everyone bring that negative energy you have right now into alex's mentions with positive energy when Kyle Harrison gets officially announced. Wait, where are you at right now? I've given you the whole beat writer spiel. You're the you're the emotion on this podcast. I I here's the thing. I I said this a few times leading up to this is I I don't want to part ways with any of the guys we would have to part ways with. I we've been so all in on the young guys. We got to see so many of the young guys this year and even the guys we didn't get to see. I saw trade proposals about Von Brown today and I cringed immediately. I was like, no, no, no. We've talked so much about how he's a potential Hunter Pence level fan favorite once he gets to the big leagues. You can't rob me of that at this point. So I I was too hung up on uh, on rookie hype on a prospect hype for this to be in any way an enjoyable trade deadline for me. Plus there really was no one out there. I was that interested in getting the, the opportunities were as they say mid. Yeah. We're a very hip podcast today. Is that the right way to to say it? The young kids will tell us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear, we'll hear all about it. Yeah. So, um, Saw it in a lot of uh, other people's mentions. <laughs> and Honestly, I'm I'm surprised at how what the reaction I've seen. I guess we're recording this pretty much right after the trade trade deadline passed, so people are are at their peak of how riled up they're going to be about this. But w- what did you want? Who I did you want think... to give up? 
And, and all the people saying should have just traded so-and-so because I don't want him anymore. You weren't going to get anything for that. It would be like this AJ Pollock deal. We just were on the other end of. Yeah. And, and you and I talked about too, like, I don't know. This is a, a team that played in July, the type of baseball that you would go like, okay, they're a Verlander away from winning a title. Yeah. So, um, which ultimately you could say like, go and just get like six new guys, but that's just not going to happen. So I, I yeah. think they wanted to protect their future and, and we can get to the rest of the league. Like you look around and they didn't, I don't think their playoff odds really got impacted much no. over the last couple of days. Um, they don't play in the AOS, which is nice. So they, <laughs> uh, I think they protected their future and that this chance, you know, as angry as people are right now, like this team's nine games above 500 and has a very solid chance of making the postseason. Well, and let's start an take... opener in game three, so it'll be hilarious, but <laughs> let's uh, let's take that opportunity to just dive into the NLS because other teams were a little more active than the Giants. Before we go there, though, Giants Tuck is presented by Honda. Take the Giants on the go this season and stream the games on the NBC Sports app brought to you by your NorCal Honda dealers. All right. Who do you want to get into first, Alex? Dodgers, D-backs or Padres? D-backs are kind of a fun one being in town these are trades They're we here. can see immediately and i would like to credit andy baggerly for putting on social media that tommy fam was coming to san francisco and making my heart heart drop for a second he of course was coming to san francisco just not to play in the giants dugout he will be here tomorrow tommy Pham, yeah peterson so uh yeah we've seen tommy already this year it, we no, have. I, the fans happened. don't even recognize him as anything special at this point. No, not even any courtesy booze for Tommy. Fair. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. He's not, he's in the division again. Nothing happened. Yeah. I, it was a great day for you know Jock Peterson's group text. I think all you have to do is <laughs> if if things break the way the Giants want them to, all you have to do is change one image there. And exactly that same. I mean, Tommy Fam's problem last time was don't make fun of the team I used to play for. Sorry, Tommy. The Mets are very make funnable right now. That's just gonna happen in your life. Was it the team I used to play for? Oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was, it was yeah. the Padres that were getting made fun. Um, oh, I'm just this is very similar on. to a three way race and yeah. Jock was making fun of the third team that fell out, and he's now on the team that's in third place. So there we go. It's yeah, a lose lose we'll for uh, for a guy who doesn't like getting made fun of. We'll see how that. I think they did. You know, Arizona I thought did okay. Um, they got a closer, which we saw last night. They probably need mm -hmm. all year. They need, um, they didn't get a starter, which is their biggest need. So I don't think they did too much. The Dodgers, I mean, yeah, like Lance Lynn, Kike Hernandez, Joe Kelly. Joe Homage Kelly. Mario, so they're, I'm seeing a bunch of reunions for the Dodgers. Dodgers just getting the old band back together. They are. I still think they're, you know, the team most likely to win the division. It just wasn't like they didn't go get Verlander. They got rejected yeah. by Eduardo Rodriguez, who used his no trade clause um, to stay in Detroit, which was hilarious <laughs> for a number of reasons. So I, I just look around the division. I actually think the Padres did okay as well, just adding some professional baseball players and, and guys to their mix. But I also went home last night and watched the Padres fail to, you know, win a game at Coors Field when they had the bases voted for the heart of their lineup. And they're, I think, 0-9 or 0-10 in extra innings this year. So, um, I don't think the trade deadline is going to make the difference for them. It's just a matter of turning whatever's going on down there, turning that around. Yeah. So yeah. I, you look at the division, I don't think anybody really got that much better. Um, 
and nobody certainly made a move that scares you. I mean, Verlander didn't end up in this division. Scherzer didn't end up in this division. There was no, yeah, no, no big swings even or anything. So yeah, it's just, All a, right. it's a, it's been a group. Three teams have been close and the Padres refused to win more than three games in a row. So um, <laughs> it's, I don't think much changed. Yeah, no, I mean that in that same vein, None of those three teams did anything to sacrifice their future. Yeah. No, no one gave away huge prospects. They got more names than the Giants did, but just kind of the same middling uh, isn't going to move the needle in a big way either way. And, you know, I guess it's really going to, it's the same race as it was before him. Then the NL West did not change. I really think it's the exact same race. It was like two days ago. I think, yeah. The Dodgers are maybe a little bit better. The Diamondbacks are a little bit better. Um, the Padres are a little bit better. I think the Giants probably treaded water. But, uh, but I, I think it's I mean, the, when I you look right at the one. July the Giants just had, pretty much anything. The guys coming back from the injury, um, Kyle Harrison coming up, they're going to be a little bit better. In theory, yeah. It's almost I, impossible for them not to be after that July. You can't go anywhere lower than 30th in every offensive category in July. <laughs> exactly. So, um yeah, I still, you know, I would still say the Dodgers are probably the favorite to win the division and I I think the Giants and Diamondbacks are probably fighting it out for wild card spots although, you know, either one of them could go on a run. And then the the Padres if they ever want to figure it out, they could win the division or yeah, or uh at least pretty easily get into one of those wild card spots. It's just a weird it's the stats that come out of there are insane. Like no four game winning streaks. And yeah. The Padres need some really fun, beloved clubhouse guys. The Padres need to call Steven vote out of retirement to get into that clubhouse and just change the vibes. Well, they got Dick mountain. So there we go. He's sure. like a thousand years old and has a fun yeah. name. He's a fun one. So yeah, some guys, I think they did well. They've just put themselves in such a hole. Yeah. And the further we get into the season, the more you go like, are you ever going to go on a run? Yeah. So, hey, don't don't jinx the NL West here, Alex. Yeah. We're gonna we've said that a lot. At some point, it's going to happen. You know, know, even if it's not serious to make to the playoffs, they're going to do a little run and scare us all at some point this year. Probably. Yeah. I just watched I that game last night and went, maybe not. <laughs> Did you see uh, Montoya get thrown out by like forty five feet? Yeah. It's, yeah, and I also saw Juan Soto like crumble over instead of diving in the outfield and let a ball go past him. Maybe not, man. We'll see. <laughs> you never know. All right, that's the NL West. That's the Giants. Uh, but it was a much more exciting deadline in the rest of Major League Baseball. So we'll wrap up this trade deadline special by looking in at some of that. But first, Giants Talk is presented by Happy Days RV. Happy Days RV is celebrating 49 years of business, huge discounts on trailers, toy haulers, and motorhomes. With 2024 on the horizon, all 2022 and 2023 inventory must go. Find your RV at happydaysrv.com. That's happy, D-A-Z-E-R-V.com. Bruce Bochy had himself a hell of a trade deadline, yes. Alex. I think if you talk about winners and losers, um, he's pretty high up there on the winners list. He, yeah, he backed the right horse. So <laughs> he certainly did. They are all in. They not only got him Scherzer, but got him Montgomery. Got him Chris Stratton back. Just nice. Mm-hmm. There. He doesn't even have to come up with a new nickname for him. So <laughs> um, really, the only bad thing that happened to the Rangers was Verlander going back to the Astros. But yeah, 
uh, yeah, they're they're all in, and I I think he's. You look at the American League standings; has, has a pretty good shot um, to be back in the postseason right away. A very good shot. Fantastic, and American League is very competitive, especially in the East, though. So I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna Bochi, I guess, is my AL team. If I'm rooting for someone this postseason on the other end of the bracket, um, why not Bruce Bochi and his stacked squad? I'd love to see. Uh, I don't know something about the Scherzer Bochi combination there also really interests me. Um, you know, I know Scherzer has calmed down a little bit in his as his career progresses. I don't want to say old age; he's not that old yet. But that intensity mixed with Bochi's, you know, the way he handles pitching staffs and relievers, there's there could be some fun moments there. Yeah, his Jake Peavy-ish, and and Jake's one yeah. of Bochi's all time favorites. So exactly, um, exactly that worked that worked out well for him. I hope they don't overcook his arm because he'll be. Yeah, they're going to be it's asking before. It's happened before. All right. Uh, as you said, Justin Verlander to the Astros. Um, another reunion, just a uh, trade deadline of reunions. It was rumored that the Giants were in on that. You and I had doubts that they were in on that. Now that it's all said and done, how in were they in? I don't think they were. I did not hear anything tangible from this end. Um, you know, I go back to the reporting. It was not coming from people who are here every day so <laughs> um i don't think they were ever really in uh, in too much um you know i i think he he had he got to do what he wanted to do and he he i don't want to say forced but he he worked his way back to houston where he's been for most of the last few years i mean since 2017 um and it was a really interesting trade both those trades i mean the mets i think are going to potentially shell out close to 90 million dollars to buy buy new prospects and it's it's fascinating and i actually kind of love what they did because they went well this isn't working so it's just their it's just money and and they got a they got back four guys who are now in their top 10 as an organization so they they really added a lot to their organization i I know there's there were some quotes and scherzer had some quotes to uh ken rosenthal about the mets are now looking two years down the line i you know we'll see i still think in the offseason they're you think they're not going to be in on Otani? Like, they're still going to be Those quotes sounded pretty convincing to me. I don't know. Maybe that was just a frustrated pitcher burning a bridge as hard and fast as he could. But maybe it's wishful thinking because I have some Mets fan friends in my life who I love making fun of for when their team does LOL Mets kind of stuff. And that would just be ultimate LOL Mets. It was. I If you're trying to convince a guy to waive his no trade clause, um and accept a trade somewhere that's a pretty pretty good way of doing it yeah hey buddy we're not going to be good for a couple of years so. <laughs> and then turn around and just fire the jets immediately in the offseason i have a hard time believing that the team that is going to spend 36 million dollars on scherzer pitching for the rangers and you know 53 i think mm-hmm. on, on berlander um while his pitching in houston is going to sit out the offseason yeah wait and take a gap year so yeah but we'll see what we'll see what happens but all right all right like a lot of trade deadline chaos just with the between the Padres and the Mets it's been so entertaining to watch you and I talked about reward these teams for going all in the baseball universe has done the opposite yeah it this was not a good offseason for um 
the players association or this was not a good deadline for the players association so it's not this is not really gonna you know convince people to go and spend no i don't think it is set summer in motion with the most fun to drive honda vehicles yet like the civic the vehicle car and driver called more fun to drive than the competition and the hrv with sleek exterior styling and smooth responsive handling summer's here chase fun in the sun with honda for a limited time well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9 percent apr on a 2023 honda civic or 2023 or 2024 hrv buy online or visit your local honda dealer see dealer for financing details excludes of si and type R car and driver october 2021 let's finish this by taking a peek at the teams who are in contention for the national league wild card the teams the giants will be uh, schedule checking scoreboard watching towards the last few days of the season um and what moves they made we already talked about arizona arizona is in the mix uh so i guess the phillies what do we need to know about the phillies yeah michael lorenzen lorenzen i can never say that name uh scott harris our old friend he was really trying to not helping the giants but sending <laughs> one of his pitchers to philly tried to send the other one to los angeles come on buddy scott come on yeah uh they got better i, I think that's the team i've kind of been you know watching they've quietly turn their season around and you look at their roster and we know what they did last year. Like they're the team that should, I think pretty easily be the number one wild card. So um, that that's a team that, that I I think you keep an eye on Arizona. We mentioned Miami kind of bought and sold trade. Some guys got Josh Bell, Gene Segura's out of there. Um, Not a whole lot there, Milwaukee Cubs, Cubs held, held their guys. So they're going for it. They held Bellinger and Stroman. The Reds did absolutely nothing, but they're winning their division right now, so maybe they don't have to. Um, I, I think it was pretty similar. Like a lot of people who just see, you know, they're looking at the same numbers and go, "We have a pretty good shot at making the playoffs if we play." I, but it we really don't. seems like the uh, the expanded playoffs kind of ruined the trade deadline. Yeah, so many more teams either, you know, not not just. I was not. They, it's not that they buy; they just hold. They don't even sell. They just hold. It's just all these teams that, yeah, if we get hot for a week and a half at the right time, we're in the playoffs. So why would we sell? I mean, San Diego's five games out of a playoff spot. It's like you that can happen fast. New York's six games out. They decided yeah. this was it. I mean, but they had the pieces to sell. Um, the the Cubs are the only teams not at least tied for a wild card spot right now. And they're yeah. exactly 500. Yeah. So every team over 500 is yeah. in the mix. It was not, yeah, it's just not, I think you're just going to see a lot of this where people go, we're in the mix and there's one really good team in the National League and that's the Atlanta Braves. And everybody else is kind of like, get hot at the right time, you're in the playoffs, get hot at the right time, maybe you're in the World Series. So mm-hmm. um, it is a very, you know, not to bring this back to like the analytics stuff, that's kind of the money ball view of yeah. getting into the postseason and it's a crapshoot. So, um, well, we're going to see the Braves before you know it. Um, the Giants' schedule heats up. We got the Rays. Um, we got Bruce Bochy. We got Shohei Otani. Yeah. We got another Battle of the Bay as our little appetizer before it gets dicey. So we didn't do too much baseball talk today. We'll be back with our normally scheduled program later on. But I'm excited. I'm excited. This this cloud that's been looming over our heads. All anyone's wanted to talk about who are the Giants going to get? How are they going to fill this gap? That's done. We can focus on the players we have and winning games with them. And, you know, just get our way through the rest of the season. See what happens. Yeah, just don't read my mentions and you'll be fine. So. Oh, yeah, I never do. I never do. 
It's an ugly day to our deadline. Do you know what they look like to me? They look like this account is muted. This account is muted. This account is muted. That's what they look like to me too. I just, people don't realize it. <laughs> so they're, they keep yelling, but I get it. I mean, people want to splash, but um, I think it just goes back to what you and I have said for a couple of weeks now that this, this isn't, this isn't a seller. This isn't a huge buyer. Mm -hmm. Everyone's just kind of there and who can get hot. And if you play better than you did, you did in July, you're probably making the playoffs. I understand the giants four, five, however many it is at this point, uh, rookie names, aren't having you know july was a rough month for them even patrick bailey offensively didn't do well yeah but in 2023 the year of the rookie the year of the prospect for the san francisco giants in hindsight i don't know how anyone expected the trade that dying to go any other way it's a good point it's a it's a there's a lot of kids out there and exactly and we're letting a, them play. yeah we're gonna look back at this one year and be like oh yeah that was that they were rebuilding so yeah but yeah, we'll see. We'll be back on Thursday with a, a normal podcast. Hopefully have some team executives on soon to chat about mm. what's going on. And uh, we'll get back to normal Monday, Thursday, just talking baseball and talking about what's ahead. And you know what? In a few months, we'll look back at this podcast when you said they were rebuilding and be like, when's the parade? When AJ Pollock. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? That would have been the Matt Duffy move was the move there. Like be like, I, bring that back Duffy. A, it's, I saw a guy in a Matt gimme. Duffy jersey and I texted it to Matt yesterday and it's like, they're ready for you. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's, they were, there was a guy who was standing by the clubhouse in a Matt Duffy jersey. I feel like he was making, making his opinion very well known. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You know, that, that would have been the one. Nothing <laughs> happened. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.